Lavanya Srikant, who is doing her master's in biotechnology. She is a volunteer at Blue Cross of Hyderabad and Hedgepath, where she fosters cats and kittens. Hi, Lavanya. Welcome to my show. Hi, Vidan. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. This is going to be exciting. I've interviewed many people who love animals and who are animal experts. Yeah, I've seen a couple of your episodes, Vedanta. They were very lovely. Thanks. So, Lavanya, you rescued your first animal when you were in grade 10. That is just seven years from what I am now. I am curious to know more about the rescue. Yeah, so... um. I was in the 10th standard and um, there was this dog that I had spotted near my house who, who looked like he wasn't, uh, you know, feeling too well. And at the time, I didn't know much about shelters. I didn't know about, you know, who comes and takes care of these animals when they're sick. I, I just knew that I wanted to do something to help the dog. So um, I found out the number for uh, Blue Cross of Hyderabad from Google. And I called them and I said, there's a dog here. Can you please help him? So they were very kind enough to send their ambulance and come pick up the dog. And uh, that's how my first rescue went. Uh, um, I think uh, it was just me calling Blue Cross and them doing all the work, you know. Uh, but yeah, it, it gave me some idea about, you know, the fact that people are there who are willing to help animals. That must have been really hard, like calling them. Yes, it, it was uh, something new for me at the time. Um, but I'm glad that I did because it opened a, a, a world of possibilities for me. I learned that, you know, just picking up a phone and calling somebody to rescue an animal is, is the first and the least thing that you could do. Um, for my following rescues, I would actually, you know, just put them in my car and, you know, pester my parents to take, to take me all the way to the shelter. And because I learned that uh, the Blue Cross had only one ambulance, which they would send all over the city. So I thought, okay, let's, let's you know, reduce some of their work and we can take this animal there ourselves. And the next step was, okay, Blue Cross is already having a lot of animals in their shelter. So if I find a sick animal, maybe I can just treat it at my home and release, uh, you know, him or her back onto the street once they're feeling better. So uh, it, it taught me a lot and, and I learned uh, a lot from that one dog uh, that I spotted that day. Wow. Can you teach me how to do all of that? Oh, Vedant, I think you are much ahead of me, actually, when I was your age. Uh, I think you're doing just fine. Uh, your podcast is very informative. Uh, I think the, the thing that changes people is knowledge and your podcast is doing an amazing job of uh, interviewing so many people and talking about so many different things that I think you're definitely sparking a lot of interest in the minds of people who are listening to your podcast. So I think you're doing really well, Vedant. Thank you. All right. How did you become vegan? Okay, so um, I think uh, for many people I know, uh, as well as myself, 
veganism is something that uh, is very you know it's it's a foreign concept and we all start off thinking oh i could never do this so the first person who i knew was vegan um when she told me that she does not consume any animal products be it dairy or meat i said uh, oh wow like i don't think i could ever stay without having dairy um so and then you know cut to i think a year or two later i i was into animal welfare uh, quite a lot i was doing rescues and i was connecting a lot with the animals on the street and um, i attended this event called uh, honorary animal welfare officer training program by the humane society international india and uh, a, a speaker called uh, miss gauri moleki had come to train us about how we can you know uh, help uh, animals better and uh, she actually you know spoke about the the you know the the very sad condition of um, dairy animals in the dairy industry and she said that you are connecting so much to animals on the street to your cats and dogs but cows um also feel pain and you know suffering just like the cats and dogs do um and she played a couple of videos that were a, a little bit difficult to watch but i was glad i did because uh, i made that connection and i think you know since then i just kind of decided that yeah i overnight i decided to go vegan and it was it has been a rocky road um but i think you know uh, i think we should appreciate anybody who's uh, you know making any effort to either become vegetarian or vegan the effort is what i appreciate after you know so many years of of being vegan um i think anybody who's willing to try uh, i think that's good enough i'm trying to become vegan like slowly and stopping consuming dairy but i still do consume cheese that's okay i think you know um i think even uh, progress no matter how incremental or small is still progress so you know one is still better than zero any day and uh, in fact sometimes it is more sustainable in the long run so i'm really glad that at such a young age you are so aware and actually making the effort and and i and i do applaud you for that vedant Thank you so much. What is pay and neutering? Why is it so important? Uh that's a wonderful question and a, and a very important question. Um so spay and neutering is basically it's uh it's a birth control surgery. It is done to ensure that the dogs and cats on the street and in our homes do not continue to have more puppies and kittens. uh this is very important because though puppies and kittens are very cute especially the ones that are on the street um they don't have enough food they don't have enough space to live um they uh, face a lot of cruelty from people on the streets and uh, you know it is difficult for these dogs and cats to take care of their babies uh they often end up uh, dying unfortunately and there is a lot of suffering um so if we get the dogs and cats uh, especially on the street and within our own homes uh, spayed and neutered it prevents them from having a lot of puppies and kittens and their health improves a lot the 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 health of the parent dogs and cats improves a lot and also there are less puppies and kittens on the streets who are dying so there is less suffering all around um and if we prevent uh, and if we you know get the our pets spayed and neutered uh, it it helps us because we can adopt an animal from the street who 
would rather you know benefit from living in a warm home rather than you know breeding our own pets and adopting from there so i think that that is the ultimate solution to all the suffering that we see uh, adoption I, i say is just like a bandaid you can you can get uh, kittens and puppies adopted how many ever you want but until everybody is paid and neutered uh, there's no real end to the suffering i encourage everyone to spay and neuter how do you take care of cats and kittens when you foster them so fostering is a process of taking care of an animal for a short period um until they are independent enough and healthy enough to be adopted by uh by uh you know their forever parent or their ad- adopter um so i think fostering is a uh, very important uh, even you know maybe more than adoption because you take in an animal for a short period of time um who doesn't have a home and you socialize the kitten or puppy you teach them how to live inside a home because many of them are from the street so they they maybe they do not know how to use the litter box or uh, you know they they may have uh, insects or fleas on them or you know they may not be vaccinated so you get them healthy and you get them ready for a home um and then you search for good people who are ready to adopt them and um, it helps when you adopt from a adoption agency because uh, you know your foster parent is always available on hand to clear any doubts that you may have about your kitten or puppy and uh, once the kitten or puppy is adopted it it gives us space to take in more little kittens or puppies who you know may not have parents and who may uh, may not be able to survive on the streets by themselves so it does not require a lot it just requires some space in your home and uh, some effort um, and of course uh, a little bit of you know financial input until the the kitten or puppy is ready to be adopted so fostering saves lives and i feel even if you know people are not ready to adopt they should they should definitely look into fostering because that's the that's one of the biggest services that you can do uh, you know for an, for an orphan animal If you see someone hitting a dog or a cat out on the street what do you do Um so I think the first thing to do would be to document it um to get evidence um and also uh, you know confront them parallelly uh, call the police right away dial 100 and you know let them know that there is a cruelty happening here and uh, because there are laws um not very strong laws but there are laws in the country that uh, say that it is illegal to kick or hurt uh, any street animal so uh, get evidence and call the police um, that's what i would say and you know do follow up with the police and ensure that the person who was doing the crime is uh, you know sufficiently um, reprimanded so that so that they do not do it again mm-hmm. yeah how do you make sure the police know it's that person uh, so that's where the documenting comes in um, in these days of mobile phones and uh, technology it's super important to uh, to have everything to have a record of everything um, i think that would help the police a, a long way as well there are you know there are many times where someone has you know been very mean and you know hurt an animal and they put up the the video on social media and that has actually helped in many cases the 
the police to trace uh, the the people and you know put them in jail interesting what is biotechnology so uh, biotechnology is it's a it's a hybrid field i would say um, it combines our view of uh, our knowledge of biology of biological systems and uh, it incorporates uh, all the technological advances that we have to try and solve some of these biological issues um it helps us it has helped us uh, in our lives so much um so uh, a very uh, you know well known example would be vaccines which could have not been possible without uh, biotechnology and which are very very life saving including the the covid vaccine which is hopefully soon to you know come out how do you plan to use biotechnology to help animals um that's a great question vedant um i think there are two approaches that i see to this uh, the first thing is unfortunately today uh, there are still a lot of animals that are being used in testing there are, are a lot of animals that are losing their lives to science uh, just because scientists have been doing it a certain way all these years so scientists uh, you know test uh, a medicine on a rabbit maybe first and if it is safe to use then they use it on people um, but as we research more we get to know that that's not enough and in fact many times the medicines that are tested on rabbits may actually end up being harmful to people um so not only is this uh, you know a waste of time for the scientists a waste of effort uh, for the scientist who has conducted the uh, experiment but it's also a waste of the rabbit's life who who died for no reason so um these days scientists are much more open to looking at other ways to you know get results without uh, using animals quite so much um, because uh, science uh, has to have uh, compassion otherwise uh, you know there is no point to to whatever the science that we do the second aspect i think would be uh, to look at some ways to produce uh, food so food scarcity is something that we are still contending with at a global level today there are still so many people who are dying of hunger and uh, the present systems of agriculture are you know they are very heavy for our planet our planet is not able to feed so many people um so especially if you look at the meat industry uh, there are a lot of resources such as land uh, water uh, that go into you know producing very less uh, amount of meat so there is this amazing thing that uh, biotechnologists have come up with which is called uh, uh, you know um, meat from cells of animals so they take um, a little bit of cells from these animals and they give it all the right conditions to grow and the cell actually uh, grows and develops into meat and it's it's actual meat that you get from actual animals but without having to kill so many animals and that uh, at a very uh, you know less uh, use of resources as well dear listeners if you want to know more about this topic Please listen to my interview with Varun Deshpande from Good Food Institute India. You have a twin brother. Are you identical twins? How is it to grow up with a twin? No, uh, so we are not identical twins. Uh, we are fraternal twins. 
um it has been very interesting uh growing up with a twin so um i think uh, it's it's very similar to just having a sibling um except for the fact that they are in the same class as you throughout growing up so all the milestones that you share they're all uh, they're all together and i think for a long time we would just you know fight a lot like how you know siblings do and uh as we started growing up he he started becoming more of a friend rather than a sibling what are your hobbies so i'm kind of a jack of all trades master of none uh, i do a little bit of everything and um i i love watching movies tv and nothing that's too scary or you know um, that makes me sad uh, i like to watch things that are uplifting um and i love reading novels uh, i love listening to music i sing but i'm not a very good singer um and i i'm not very uh, uh, i'm a little scared to go out of my comfort zone when i travel but when i do travel it it ends up being a wonderful experience so i guess uh, i'd like to travel more and make that also one of my hobbies even i like watching tv and singing and listening to music but even though i haven't been singing that much oh that's lovely thank you so much for coming on my show thank you so much for having me vidant it's been wonderful speaking to you yeah it's been wonderful i really liked it dear listeners follow my facebook page curious vidant to get updates on my upcoming episodes to listen at least on your phone and get notified about future episodes subscribe by searching for curious vidant wherever you get your podcasts such as apple podcasts spotify stitcher google podcasts and many more you can also listen to my show on curiousvedant.com thank you for listening to curious vedant and don't forget to rate and leave comments